it's a big game for our club, uh, just confidence-wise, and um, you can see things were connecting for for the guys tonight. Power play that that started the third period would set the tone um, for the rest of the game, and uh, it's really good to see. You know, we've been working hard, we've been working on our foundation, and I think um, you know just just buying in and, and finding a way and, and seeing success and seeing guys get uh, get some goals and assists, and um, it all starts from our framework and, and our foundation. So. Um, you just got to keep building uh, every day. We were uh, really strong. Uh, penalty kill was great, so it was fun. And, um, it's good. Everyone's happy uh, when things go like that, right? So it's just about staying composed. And uh, I think just seeing the guys connect. And um, uh, like I said before, I think it starts with our foundation. But I think once we understand that in the long game, sometimes teams will get frustrated if they're they can't uh, get get by us and, and then when a score gets like that uh, I think we it's good to see that we stayed relentless all the way through to the end that's a great soundbite from Jordan Bennington what a hockey game it was last night in Denver as the St. Louis Blues skate to an 8-2 victory over the Colorado Avalanche two hat tricks in the game one for Braden Shen his fourth career hat trick his second as a blue and then Pavel Butchnevich with a real special hat trick and I gotta think a rare one as well his third career hat trick his second as a St. Louis Blue and it was a hat trick on the heels of two shorthanded goals and one power play goal and we welcome you into today's edition of curbside reaction your next day post-game podcast featuring everything st louis blues coming up on the podcast you'll hear from craig baruby you'll hear from Braden shen you'll hear from robert thomas in the breakdown with mike mckenna and more along with my three takeaways let's not miss a moment and get you straight to the highlights and the puck comes straight away to the blue line krug with a shot he scores that puck deflected in front and found its way in. And the St. Louis Blues, I believe Shen might have had a tip on it, to the Blues net again. Shooting it, deflection on, sliding, save, Bennington. They walk it down along in front, tuck it in. Bennington, another huge save. Saad drives the goal. It's the trailer, they score! Shen, his second of the game. Trickled into the corner, comes back to Krug. He scores! Tory Krug! 3 nothing Blues! 1.1 second to go in the first period of play. Pareko there to break it out. And it's shorthanded up ice with Sundquist. Butchnevich to the net. Sundquist to Butchnevich. He scores! Pavel Butchnevich! Kinnan reaching around, knocking the stick of Pareko out of the way. McCarr with a shot. The puck deflected in, and the abs have scored. On a clean sheet of ice early in the period. Butchnevich, he scores! Power play goal! St. Louis! Pavel Butchnevich puts it in. And the St. Louis Blues with the power play goal make it 5-1. 18.40 to go in the third period. Butchnevich picks up the puck and then goes to the bench with a huge smile on his face. Cairo behind the net. Holds. Finds Thomas far side. Shen. One-timer, he scores! If you've got a hat, chuck it at your radio. Braden Shen with his fourth career hat trick. And the St. Louis Blues with back-to-back power play goals take a 6-1 lead on the Avalanche in the third period. And there's hats from Blues fans flying onto the ice at Ball Arena. What if Butch Navish got another shorthanded goal for the hat trick? And just think about that for a minute. I, I can't imagine that it's happened very often where a hat trick came on two power or two shorties and a power no, play goal. I, I, and 
That's stolen away by Thomas. Butchnevich, shorthanded breakaway. Butchnevich in, shoots, he scores! If you've got another hat, chuck it at your radio. It's a hat trick for Pavel Butchnevich. His third career hat trick. And this one tonight, two shorthanded goals and a power play goal. 7-1 St. Louis. 4.03 to go in the third period. A special teams hat trick for Pavel Butchnevich. Blues get it ahead. Torovchenko. He's going to drive the net. Goes to tuck it in. That puck stays loose. They've scored! It's an eight-goal game for the Blues with Sundquist crashing the net. Puck rimmed around. 30 seconds to go. Up to the blue line. Taking a slap shot. And the Avs have scored. They make it 8-2. to two. Colorado gets it in behind the net, bounces it to the near side. Johnson straight away. Shot gets blocked in front by Blay. And that'll do it. Bring out the Zamboni. St. Louis Blues get two hat-tricks in the game. One from Shen, one from Butchnevich. A 37-save performance by Jordan Bennington and an 8-2 victory over the Colorado Avalanche here at Ball Arena couple quick nuggets of besides just the hat tricks there in that game for you. The power play got off the schneid. It was two for four in the hockey game. The penalty killing was enormous, killing three Colorado power plays and getting the two shorthanded goals. The Blues finished the game with 42 shots on net. That's now four straight games with 33 or more shots on goal, and they've done it now in five of six. That's after only having one game of more than 30 shots on goal in their first eight. Tory Krug points in three straight games. Justin Falk, a two-point game. Points now in four of five. Robert Thomas, another four-point game. Four assists in the game. And in that game, you also had five points by defenseman. Jordan Bennington, also another huge game. In the first period, Jordan Bennington had a total of 13 saves, and that's what allowed the Blues to jump on top. A four-assist game for Robert Thomas. He joined us post-game. Boy, Robert, congratulations on a heck of a game out here in Colorado. What did that game feel like for you guys as an entire team to have that kind of offensive explosion? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it came a lot from our defensive zone and our transition. Um, you know, we had a good home stretch there, 3-1. and one. Uh, we, we started to play the right way. We started to build something, and, uh, you know, we came out right from the get-go and, and got her going. Uh, you know, our PK did a great job, and, you know, our power play closed it out in the third period there. So, uh, you know, just it took everyone tonight, and, uh, you know, everyone battled their butts off. Avalanche are always really good in transition, and you guys own the neutral zone tonight. What was said to make that happen? Yeah, I think we, we were tighter. Our D played unbelievable. They were up, gapping up. You know, they got a ton of speed with their forwards and D, and uh, they did a great job of, you know, eliminating that speed and, and making them dump it in. So uh, we also kind of took care of the puck. Uh, we made sure to get it in deep, and, and that limits that as well. Robert, can you give us your perspective on, and you've played in front of them now for this is the sixth season, but your perspective on Jordan Bennington, and most importantly, just how important that first period performance was allowing you guys to grab a lead. Yeah, uh, we got one early, and they and they started to push. They had a bunch of good chances, and, uh, you know, he stood on his head. Um, you know, he gave us a chance to, to rebound and, and come back still up one nothing, and, uh, you know, we got a couple quick goals at the end of the period there because because of the saves he was making there throughout that period. So, uh, you know, he should, he should get a lot of credit for this one. I mean, yeah, two guys post some hat tricks tonight. What's the feeling in the room right now? Yeah, uh, you know what, it's nice. Uh, I feel like a lot of guys have been due. A lot of guys have had some good chances and just haven't been able to find the back of the net, uh, especially on the power play. So, 
I think uh, gives a lot of confidence to, to some guys. Yeah, is it is it nice to be able to answer that the kind of power play questions you'll get tonight? <laughs> yeah, um, definitely a lot better than previously. So, um, you know, we had a good meeting and, and just kind of used it as a reset. Uh, think of today as, as day one and uh, just kind of move forward in it. And, uh, you know, it worked out well tonight. All right, a big thanks to Braden Shen for joining us here on Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast for the St. Louis Blues. And, Braden, congratulations on a heck of a game. Let's just start with how much fun did you have on the pucks going in the net like that? Yeah, um, you know, one of those nights where uh, I guess you got rewarded and um, don't have too many games in ball arena against Colorado Avalanche like that. They're they're usually pretty uh, sound defensively that make you work for all your chances and goals. And um, I guess tonight they didn't have it. We may have to capitalize on our opportunities. You had a great hat trick and then Pavel Butchnevich has a hat trick. What a rare one, though, to think that you get two shorthanded goals and a power play goal. That, those don't happen very often, but they're special moments, aren't they? Yeah, um, great, uh, great player on both sides of the puck. Um, you know, got rewarded with two short-handed goals. I don't think you see that very often. Um, you know, just a guy that's, uh, like I said, he's been playing really well. I know he's put a lot of pressure on himself, stuff like that, but he's gotten rewarded. And, um, you know, just nice to see uh, a guy like that score because we need him to score and, and help produce offense. What has been important to you as a team, as a room, as a culture, as you grow into this season with this group of players? Uh, just believing in one each other, uh, buying in, um, you know, believing in the structure of the system because we know it works. The other teams around the league are doing what we're doing. And, and uh, you know, I think early on, guys, were, when a new system comes in, guys, there's always questions, right? And, um, you know, I think when you see that uh, our goalies are playing well, we're giving up less chances. Uh, offense obviously was an issue, but uh, we just we, we switched, we flipped the book a little bit on how we were scoring goals and, and what works and the trends and stuff like that in the league. And it's nothing flashy by any means. It's it's hard work. It's getting to the net, shooting pucks. And, and like I said, we've, we've had some games where we put up some high numbers again. Even yourself with that and, and a bit of a, uh, the puck wasn't going in for those first few games. Uh, does, is it the veteran nature of just knowing on how to stay with it to get you through it? Yeah, I've played enough hockey where um, yeah, at times you're going to get frustrated. That's just human nature, but uh, you know, you just have to keep on pushing through it and, and keeping yourself positive and everyone around the room positive because um, you know you just don't go over the summertime and, and your whole team forgets how to score goals. That's just not how it works. And um, you know, guys will keep on pushing through. And, and uh, you know, like I said, we're not out of the woods yet. We got to keep on buying in and, and uh, you know, getting guys to, you know playing hard. You got a, a Tampa Bay team that's coming in that's going to give us no space and room again but I feel like this uh, this win for uh, our team tonight um, gives us confidence that you know, we can beat good teams in tough arenas and uh, moving forward throughout uh, the, the rest of the year. Braden, thank you sir. Curbs, good luck. Anytime. Let's go back into the locker room and hear from Craig Barubi. Special teams were really good. I think you know our kill got a couple shorties out of it and uh, you know scored a couple big power play goals in the third period. I mean but overall, I thought it was a good team effort. Um, you know, getting to an early start and scoring early. You know, our goaltender was really solid too. I think that um, you know, anytime you come in this rink, um, this team starts fast. We all know that. Um, you know, getting a couple early goals really settles our team down. Does you know, puts us in a good spot. But uh, again, I thought Binner was really good. Um, you know, it had to be good in the first two, you know, so he, he kept us at bay. All right, watching this one and enjoying the game last night, Tim Woodburn, veteran hockey broadcaster of 12 years. He's covered major and minor league sports for 30 years. A local St. Louis and a contributor to the Curbside Reaction podcast, here's Tim Woodburn. 
Hey, Chris, what a spectacular night for the St. Louis Blues, an 8-2 victory in Denver. How many teams have done that in the last million years? None. Wow. Braden Shen, he is really becoming a nuisance in the National Hockey League. He, he He's the kind of guy you hate playing against. Colton Pareko, wow. He just continues to be my definition of Rod Langway. Not not the biggest offensive-minded defenseman in the world, but big and strong. Does what he needs to do to get the puck out of the zone. That's why Rod Langway won uh, a couple of Norris trophies, by the way, because he was dominant. And Colton Pareko is becoming that type of defenseman as well. Jordan Bennington, A-plus, baby. Reporting for Curbside, this is Tim Woodburn. Mike McKenna filled in for Joe Vitale again as Joe was up at Northeastern University being inducted into their Athletic Hall of Fame. And post-game last night, Mike McKenna helped us break down the game. Yeah, this was one-sided. And and let's not gloss over, though, that there was a great performance from Jordan Bennington in the net in this 8-2 to game, especially early in the second period. Uh, but, but all the things that the Blues have been working towards, tight gaps, getting the power play going, it happened tonight across the board. And you saw some players have breakout games. Buchnevich hadn't scored in seven. He has a hat trick. The captain leads the way. Um, you know, curbs for me, it really boiled down to how the Blues controlled the game in the middle of the ice in the neutral zone. They were by far the better team there. And that led to the result we saw at 8-2. Braden Shen gets the hat trick. He had the first two goals of the game. And then they get the other goal by Tori Krug in the first period. And you mentioned Jordan Bennington. But getting out of that first period, but the biggest lead you've had after one period of play so far, enormous. The biggest one of our keys of the game at the start of this was a hot start for the St. Louis Blues. And that statistic of the season, coming into tonight, when the Blues scored first, they've won five games. Well, let's make that six now. So it, without question, coming into mile high altitude, playing against a good team, that first period was critical, and the Blues were able to carry that momentum throughout the game. You don't see two hat-tricks in a game very often. For that matter, you don't really see hat-tricks sometimes in all that often, which is what makes it special. But huge games for Braden Shen and for Pavel Butchnevich. Yep, and we even saw some hats flying on the ice here. There were definitely plenty of Blues fans in Ball Arena this evening. Butchnevich had his feet moving all night, and he was driving the play. Um, Braden Shen, even from the first, first from the first face-off when he was on the ice, had a hit first shift that got going and, uh, and really set the tone and, and – not just that, they didn't stop. You know, you get to you get coasting at five or six, one, two. It's easy to let off. The Blues really showed a killer instinct tonight in the third period. They put the hammer down. All right, the power play came into the game one for thirty-five. It goes zero for two on the first two chances with four shots on goal, and you're like, uh-oh, one for thirty-seven. They kept with it. You heard Craig Berube this morning talking about just staying positive on it. Once one's done, don't worry about it. Go back to the next one. And they just kept staying at it. Well, finally, it breaks through for the St. Louis Blues when the in the third period. They start with a power play. They get a goal scored by Butch Navich. They get another power play right away. Shen with the slap shot to complete the hat trick. And that is like not just a gorilla, not just a grand piano, but pretty much whatever you could pack onto the back of a donkey to get out of the Grand Canyon is what the Blues were able to dump off their backs here this after, this evening on the power play. It was it was the size of a sorrow pod. Yeah, yeah. My daughter's a big sorrow pod fan. But okay. the, right. the I gotta look that up. You look at I mean Thomas had four assists. Yep. On the power play, and he's a magician with the puck. We know he can move it. But what the Blues did really well in their power play was everybody was in motion. And they were crisp. 
And that's the simplicity that Barube's talked about and others, is that you just have to execute. But you do need the movement, not just with the puck, but with the bodies. And across the board, the Blues were way, way better about that tonight, and they got rewarded for it. All right, what do you have for the Bud Light three stars of the game and your Joe Vitale work boots? Well, I'll start off at the third star of the game, and, and for me, that's got to go for uh, Pavel. It, you can't go to Pavel Buchnevich second. It's going to go to Robert Thomas with four assists. I can't believe it, but Robert Thomas is going to be the third star. Second star, Pavel Buchnevich, hat trick. First star of the game is the captain. Braden Shen, three goals and an assist. And when you look to put the work boots on, the Joey Vitale work boots, Justin Falk, okay. two assists, set the tone early. He had five block shots, broke up some critical rush chances in the second period. He was outstanding for the Blues tonight. Well, time now for my three takeaways from last night's game. And the first thing we've got to go to is the active defenseman. It was the best game we had seen so far this season, not just because eight goals were scored and defenseman had five points, but in terms of the defenseman activating. And one of the big defensemen that you don't see on the score sheet but was activating well and huge keeping pucks in was Marco Scandella. Between Marco Scandella and Nick Letty on the left side, what you saw from Colton Pareko, the puck battles won, and then the quick movement up the ice. The St. Louis Blues D were active. Another very good game for Scott Perunovic, who got his second consecutive game in a row. And Scott Perunovic finished with just under 15 minutes of ice time and had a really good game blocking a couple of shots. So the most active game so far we've seen from the defenseman. Takeaway number two, you've got to talk about Oscar Sundquist. He had two assists in the game. He was a wrecking ball. He had a couple block shots as well. But what Oscar Sundquist does on the penalty kill, what he has done to that fourth line of bringing in identity, the physical play, the grinding play, their ability to keep it down low, and what he's developing with Jake Neighbors is really something special. One of the reasons the Blues find themselves two games over 500 right now has been the return of Oscar Sundquist to the lineup and that style of play that Craig Berube called him the head of the train, the engine of the train. Well, that train engine is now back with the St. Louis Blues. And the final takeaway from the game last night, this one is simple. The offensive explosion that you felt was coming for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, they got the power play going. They got the shorthanded goals. But from start to finish, they didn't take the foot off the gas. And if you go back to the game against Arizona, one of the things Steve Ott mentioned after the game was how proud he was of his team, where they not only started well, but they kept the pressure on. We asked Steve what's important to carry that into the next game. He said that factor alone, it's what the Blues did here. Craig Berube talked about he felt the offense was coming, and it exploded tonight, and they didn't care how many goals they had. They could have had some more. And the offense had a great game, which will relieve a ton of pressure for a lot of players on this hockey team. But with the way the Blues have been playing defensively, and they are one of the stingiest defensive teams in terms of goals against in the National Hockey League, that power play getting going and the offense starting to move, the Blues could find themselves on quite a roll. They've now won two games in a row, both inside the Central Division, and they return home to look for their first three-game win streak of this season. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast. I'm Chris Kerber. We put it up the morning after each and every St. Louis Blues hockey game. Once again, thanks for checking it out. Thanks for downloading. Tell your friends. Make sure you listen after each and every game. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you at the rink.